All right, welcome everybody to Monday's R for Marketing. I am with my special guest, Luke Shankula. How are you doing? I'm doing well. How are you doing, man? Hey, good, man. I'm, I'm glad I got you on the show. I've seen uh, some some great stuff about uh, what you're doing for uh, you know for the mortgage industry and your clients and a lot of people talking about the, the success that you're uh, helping them obtain. So sure. I'm glad to be able to get you on the show. Yeah, absolutely, man. Thank you for having me. It's, uh, it's a pleasure. And like I said, man, I love the background. That's uh, that's good. I, I know a lot of people are working on uh, trying to make uh, you know the background of their videos look good, and for me, it's just not the green screen. <laughs> yeah, the the green screen. Yeah, especially these days with Zoom, everybody's using those like weird virtual backgrounds. It's uh, it's always kind of funky because if you don't have a green screen, it looks kind of weird too. Um, right. You just kind of have like these blocks, especially if you have like, you know, when I have headphones on just with these little like blocks around your head. So right. um, you know, it's just to show your background, you know, I think, I think it's, it's okay. As long as it's not like clothes or something, I guess, you know. Right. Yeah. As long as it's not the bathroom. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, these days with COVID, I'm sure people are working from home, you know, quite a bit more than, uh, than, than they have in the past. So that's, that's probably a bigger reality than. than <laughs> right. It probably is. They're like. I'm in the kitchen. I don't want the fridge as my background, so right, I've got to use right. the green screen. Yep. But, uh, yeah, I'm sure people are uh, working from all different places. <laughs> yeah. I've seen that, you know, one time during COVID that, you know, hotels weren't having guests, so they were renting out rooms during the day for business people <laughs> to come in and, uh, you know, sit in the room and do their work where it was yeah. quiet because they couldn't yeah. go to their office. That's true. That's that's interesting. So. Thought that was kind of a, you know, that's adapting right there. You ain't ah, brilliant. Them, so, hey, I'll offer a room to daytime people that need to come in and pay 20, 30 bucks and at least, uh, you know, earn earn some some revenue. Yeah, yeah, at least cover your overhead, at least part of your overhead, right? Right. All right, man. Well, like I said, we like to dive into marketing here on Mondays are for marketing, obviously. And um, you're doing a great job with lead generation, things like that for the, for the industry. So tell us a little bit about what you do and, uh, who, you know, what, what's the company is you work with? Yeah, sure. So, uh, you know, companies, Paragon digital marketing group, uh, we run a program called loans on demand. Um, and we work with a little over 70 loan officers, just kind of helping them generate leads, uh, but providing them with a full blown system on, on leads, right? Because one of the biggest things that I learned over the years, you know, I started out way back, uh, well, it hasn't been that long. 2017 is kind of when I got my, uh, jump into marketing, started doing running ads for people. And, uh, first things first, I started, you know, how can I get the cheapest cost per lead, right? That's ultimately what new people when they're starting out, like I want to get the cheapest lead, uh, only to find out that typically the cheapest lead isn't the best lead, uh, <laughs> right. doesn't convert. Uh, you know, things like that. Right. And so I, I had to learn real quick. Okay. That doesn't work. What, what's the next step? Right. So we started doing long form leads, asking 10, 12, 14 questions. Um, that was great. You know, for the, for the right people, that was a much more qualified lead, higher intent. The problem is we were finding, uh, that, that they were higher intent, but we were running first time home buyer type of ads. We were talking about 0% financing, you know, down payment assistance and guess what sort of people that attracted. You know, it attracted people that were desperate, that didn't have any money, had bad credit, uh, you know, judgments, things like that. And so, again, it was how to how to like sort of create a uh, an angle that will attract the, the higher quality people, people that actually may qualify for a loan, right? So, having those sorts of things in mind, it was like, all right, starting to go after people that had some money, you know, finding demographics of people that might, you know, 
you know, teachers, healthcare professionals, first responders, uh, veterans, uh, and, and even going after first responders or first time home buyers, but just not talking about down payment assistance, not talking about hundred percent financing, because again, you're already going to with internet leads, you're already going to get a bunch of crap. Um, and so, uh, you just have to try to filter as much as possible for, um, for that side of things. Right. And so, right. um, the next, the next sort of iteration that we did was starting to include a CRM, uh, because we found that the follow-up, a lot of times loan officers were lacking with the follow-up. They didn't have their own CRM. They weren't doing the dials, things like that. And so um, we started including the CRM. We had long form leads already, the CRM. We started doing higher quality leads. Uh, but and, and then we created, a, 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 I created basically a, a training portal for our loan officers to go through once they onboarded. But the problem was they weren't going through it. Um, you know, we have all this training scripts, sales training, how to use the CRM, all those things, and they weren't going through it. So the, la the latest iteration has just re really been uh, accountability, holding people accountable, forcing them to go through the training before we launch, uh, having different things in place to, to, you know, make sure that we can hold them accountable to the things that they want to accomplish, right? Because over the years, I've learned what, what is required to convert an internet lead is being a persistent professional, right? And, and right. Um, you have to be able to follow up. Uh, and the reality also is your perfect prospects require persistent professionals because the people that have money, the people that have down payment, the people that have good credit, those people are not going to be the easiest people to reach. You're not going to pick up the phone on the very first time you call them. I mean, think about yourself, right? Like, do you pick up the, the, the phone every time an uh, unknown number calls you? Right. No. <laughs> and, 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 and loan officers may because they're loan officers and, you know, they're, they're, they're salespeople. So sometimes they have to, they have to pick up the phone all the time. But right. the reality is most average people are not picking up the phone. Uh, so there's, you know, there's ways to, to follow yeah, up. Sometimes most it takes, people think it's uh, your extended warranty plan again and again right, and again. Right. Uh, right, right. You know, calling you over and over. So yeah, it might take two or three times that you see the number again and be like, you know, they left a message last time. Let me check and see what this is all about. Right. You know, the old adage is there's no such thing as a bad lead, just a bad salesperson. But you know, I don't think that's true necessarily in this. Right, right. Because yeah. there's just too much. Uh, like you said, there there's too many people that are just filling out two or three questions to get their information about how to get no down payment loan. And like you said, maybe have uh, bad credit and that's why they're looking that way. So right, right. the key is to get, you know, what you want to say quality over quantity, right? I mean, you want to get real good leads that lead somewhere. And if you don't have the right system in place, you know, the best lead is going to be a waste if you don't know how to follow up and how yep, to yep. put it into a, a CRM. And if you don't know how to manage all that, you know, all the leads in the world are going to be worthless to you if you don't know how to handle them. Yeah, a hundred percent. That's one of the biggest things that I've learned over the last, you know, three and a half years. You just listening to loan officers, they, they, a lot of times they have been burned by, by marketing agencies. And, and, you know, sometimes you'll say, okay, maybe that's truth. But uh, sometimes it's like, okay, well, you've worked with six different agencies you know, who's, who's the common denominator in this equation, right? Like, you know, right. Zillow didn't work for you, but, but clearly Zillow works, right? Like not to say that they're a great company to give your money to, cause they're just trying to take over the industry. But, you know, from my understanding, speaking with, uh, you know, loan officers, mortgage brokers, you know, lenders that, that, that buy Zillow leads that have great success. Like those are some of the best leads out there, the highest intent, highest quality leads that you can find. Um, and so, you know, it's just interesting when you hear that sort of uh, equation and it's, it's tough, right? Like, you know, internet leads are not for everyone. That's just the reality. If you're very referral based, um, you know, it's, it's a very different type of sale as well, right? Because the other thing with referrals is you've, you have, 
you've borrowed trust, right? So you, whoever's referring right. that deal to you, you're borrowing that trust. And so you're not having to, to, to build this no like and trust around them. They already have some of that because someone they trust referred you, uh, you to them, right? And so right. You're, you're not having to get beyond this. And someone on the internet, it's like they, they, they scroll in for cat memes, right? On, on Facebook and all of a sudden they see an ad, they put in their information. Um, and the next thing they know, someone's calling them. Right. And so you have to get past brush off objections. You have to get past, you know, the, the fear response that, that, that happens when a prospect picks up the phone. Yeah. Cause I um, think a lot of people put their information in online and they, you know, they probably regret it. You know what I mean? They're like, Oh crap. Why did I do that? What if this is a scam? Right. You know, what if these people are out to get me, <laughs> you know, this day and age, everybody's like cautious about that. So, you know, they, yep. they're, they're not real receptive. They're like, Oh, I've been waiting for, for you to call me, Luke, I, I want to get a mortgage. How can you help me? <laughs> you know, well, it depends. I'm not that receptive. Agree. There's going there's going to be a variation of those as well. But you know, I find that with higher intent, like if you're doing longer form, like they're they're expecting a call at some at some point. Right. You are obviously there's going to be a percentage that you're not going to get in contact with. That's again the reality of internet leads. If you think you get a hundred leads, you're going to talk to a hundred people. That's just not that's just not the reality, right? Like right. you know, talking with call centers, people like that, like they're looking for forty to. 60% contact rates and they're happy with that. So um, what do you think uh, people, you know, what's the response time you think? I mean, if I put my name in on the internet and you call me two minutes after I hit enter, um, you know, that's a little, maybe a little weird for me <laughs> as a consumer. So, you know, 20 minutes, 10 minutes, what, what do you suggest to the people out there? If you're getting a, a lead, how, how long should you wait to call it or when should you call it? Uh, if it comes in, you call it. 60 seconds, 30 seconds, the sooner you call it, the better. Um, you know, I, I know it sounds weird, but you actually, it's generally the opposite, right? You actually engender trust because they put their information in and you're calling them right away um, versus, the, 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 you know, there's been studies that have shown, if you haven't read the book, The Conversion Code, it's, a, it's an amazing book kind of about this concept of, you know, converting leads. And I think the the later in the century that we get, the, 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 the more into the internet age that we get, the more savvy consumers are getting and the more advertisements they're seeing. And so you right. wait 20 minutes, 30 minutes, an hour, they've already, they're, they're way past their high of, oh man, this looks like a really cool thing. This looks like a cool program. Let's see if we right. qualify for that. They're, they're, they've moved on to the next thing. They're, you know, they've, they're off their break, they're at work, they're doing whatever, they've, they've forgotten, you know? And so the, the longer you wait, the lower chance. So the, Calling within five minutes versus uh, 30 minutes, there's a hundred times greater chance of getting a hold of them within five minutes than within 30 minutes. Um, yeah, right. That, that makes sense because people aren't, you know, if they're at work on break or on lunch, you know, they're not going to put in their information and say, call me and then turn around and go right back to work. Um, they're probably my, about five or 10 minutes there waiting for you to, you know, for we, you to call them. We definitely, we definitely see people that are, you know, that, that they'll do that sometimes. They'll be at work and, oh, I can't answer right now, whatever. Um, but, but that's what's cool is that you can then schedule another call. You can text them, whatever, right? And, and texting as well is, is huge, especially in this day and age. People just want to text. Uh, so using short uh, sort of conversational uh, texts work very well uh, to start conversations, to book appointments. Um, but, but again, text messaging is not the medium for the sales, right? That's the medium to to start a conversation and to get them to where you want to be, which is a, a conversation, right? You need to get them right. to a conversation. Um, Cause that's when you can walk through your process, you know, tell them, you know, do they qualify, whatever, ask them the questions, take the application, all those sorts of things. So long form leads, quick response. Um, what, what comes next? What, what should people be doing with these leads after that? 
Yeah, and so uh, I think this is where a lot of people go wrong as well is, you know, um, what we typically recommend is taking the application over the phone. A lot of times people are, uh, you know, they'll send a link, they'll, you know, talk to them for a little bit, they'll send a link. Um, we've found anomalies. Uh, there's people out there that it works for. Um, and while that might work pretty well for a referral, it doesn't tend to work very well for most people um, when it comes to internet leads, right? Because um, you want to get them when they're hot, ask the questions. And it's funny because we had one client who's been with us maybe almost, it's coming up on two years in June. Um, I think it almost closed 3 million from our stuff last, I think two and a half, uh, two and a half million from our leads last month or this month, I guess. Um, and, and he used to do the same thing. He, he was really, he's a, he's an anomaly, right? He would send out his link. He'd get people to fill out the application. Um, but he, he, he had this mindset of, they're not going to give me their social security on the phone. And he said, he flipped the switch. He started asking, he said, 95% of the people were willing to give it to me. Uh, I just had to ask. Right. And so, um, the biggest thing I, I find there's a balance, right? There's a balance. You gotta, you gotta understand the conversation, who you're talking to. Like, you know, you don't want to push people into taking an application because there's both sides of it. You can get a whole bunch of applications and you're not going to get docs back. So, you know, right. again, there's, there's getting the, the best leads, finding out the highest quality leads, following up quick. So you have a higher chance of getting hold of them. Then the conversation that you have is pivotal, right? Because the reality is internet leads, they're, they're looking for reasons to not work with you, right? They're, they're, they have this fear-based response. Think about when you walk into a retail store, you go into Nike, you go somewhere like that, and some, the salesperson walks up and say, hey, can I help you with anything? Oh, no, no, I'm okay. But, but the reality is you're probably out there, you, you probably have a specific shoe you want to, you know, go look for, or you have something that you're actually looking for, but we have just been programmed. It's a trigger. To, so yeah, we've just been programmed to push people away, right? Immediately, right? And yeah, so, like a minute later, you're like, oh crap, I should have asked them where this was. But yeah, yeah, I, actually did have I was like instantly like, no, I'm good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. And so we just programmed to do that. And so there's there's the, the initial brush off objection that's going to happen because they're like, again, you, you talked about the, the warranty type stuff, right? Um, they might think it's some warranty. It's funny, uh, my buddy who worked in... Uh, he's a, a marketing agency that worked in H HVAC, right? So the, the, the back, you're not vacuum, sorry, the AC and stuff. Um, and he said, one of his clients was like, man, this leads not, they're not working. Da, 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 da. And he's like, okay. He goes, picks up the phone, calls the guy. And the guy was like, he's like, Hey John. And the guy was like, um, no, this isn't John. He was like, Oh, well, did you not just fill out this? Da, 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 da. Like, Hey, did you, were you not, uh, just fill out this information about, uh, finding more information about this AC thing. And he's like, Oh yeah, I actually did. I just always put a fake name in, uh, on, on these, on these forms because you know, that way I know when these people are calling me, uh, and he ended up like closing, he ended up like actually getting the deal from that. It was just super funny because again, like those are the sorts of things. A lot of times people will take that initial, Oh, I'm not interested as like, Oh, they're not interested. All right. Boom. That person wasn't interested. Right. The reality is they probably, that, that could be just a brush off objection. They're trying to get you off the phone. Um, uh, you know, and again, there's, there's, there's nuance. Some people might really truly not be interested. Um, but you will well, need to get beyond that. Fill out the form. They have some sort of interest. Right. Unless well, they when the fill quick mind change, you know, <laughs> within the last uh, minute. 30 seconds, 60 seconds. Right, right. Yeah. And, and that's the thing, right? Is, you know, call them quicker. They're still gonna be hot. They're gonna remember it as well. Um, and you call them, you know, they filled out 12, 14 questions. Again, they're filling out a lot. Yeah. When you just do a lead form on Facebook, it's real easy to just submit and they're like, oh, I didn't think I was going to get something. Uh, but when you're legitimately putting in 12, 14 pieces of information, there's there's some intent. There's some intent there. You filtered out people that are, you know, you know again, there's still going to be tire kickers. I, I'm not going to say that we've right. figured out a way to generate internet leads without any tire kickers because that's just, 
you know, that's just not true. Um, right. That's going to happen. That's going to happen. It's, it's, it's finding the, the gold in, in, the, in the pile of crap pretty much. Right. You know? So let, let's talk about calling them. So is it, you know, whether the, the people listening now are a one-man operation or a 20-person team, if you are the LO, should you be the one calling them rather than having somebody on your team or somebody that you hire to follow up with the leads? What, what's your suggestion there? So I, I kind of talk about it this way. The, the best way to do it is if you can call them, great. Um, because the, the, the reality is you're probably going to convert at a much higher percentage than someone else. Uh, but that being said, especially right now, people are busy. You know, rates are low. They're, they're doing a ton of volume. And, and it also depends on the person, right? If, if someone is already closing 15, 20 loans a month, 10 loans a month, the opportunity cost to call internet leads might not be as high as, as working with referrals. Right. And so, so sometimes that'd be, you know, have a team member do that, have, you know, like an ISA service. Right. So that's one of the things we offer now is we have an ISA service because we, we found there's a lot of people, especially last year, um, that were like, we love your program. We just don't have the capacity to to call these. So we're going to, you know, stop for a little bit. And we've had a lot of those guys come back, but you know, there's this, I was like, so we, there's a gap here. Like, how do we fill this gap? Uh, the, the hardest part really of internet leads is the follow-up process, right? right. So we, we, we have the ISA service, but we do find, you know, we set appointments, maybe 50, 60%, sometimes 40% of those people show up, right? And so again, if you're on that call, you can take a live transfer or something like that. You're going to have a higher percentage of conversion because again, time kills everything. And so the longer you wait to have that conversation, the less likely it is to happen, right? And so again, it, it's fine. Like if you can't do the calls and you have someone on your team is doing them, Great, but you also have to know, like, you need, I, I personally suggest, like, I, I see a lot of times branch managers, they'll try to throw leads at their new people. And then the new people, of course, are going to say, oh, the leads, the leads suck. The leads aren't good. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? I'm like, well, why? Like, internet leads are, like, the hardest things to convert out of, out of any type of leads, right? And so you're going to throw your newest people who don't even understand mortgage guidelines yet into the hardest type of sales job there's possible without any training, um, how, how do you think that's going to work? You know what I mean? Like in almost right. any other thing, like you throw, you throw those leads at the people that are experienced. Right. And so, um, you know, I think it, it depends, right? Like if you have uh, trained people, if you can push them through, if you've done it before and you can train your, your junior LOs, you can train your ISAs, you can train your LOs that are under you to, to follow up in the right way, to talk in the right way, uh, to understand the nuances of, of talking with a, a, a internet lead. So be it. Great. Right. But there is, again, there's that balance of, you know, the person who's the loan officer is typically going to have the best conversion, typically. Right. Um, well, and, and, and as a loan officer, you want to be the face of your company, you know. <laughs> You'll be like, sure. hey, you should come get a loan at, you know, blah, 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 and I'm blah, 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 but I'm going to have Sally call you and do everything, <laughs> and you're never going to talk to me. Right, um, right. You know, that that's probably kind of, uh, like you said, it's probably higher converting when you, the loan officer, makes the call yourself. Sure. Um, rather than having, you know, somebody else because they put in all their information for Luke's mortgage company and Sally calls them. They're like, well, where's Luke? Yeah. You know, like, yeah. why, why are you calling me? So yeah, I get that. 
it's uh, yeah but there's there's a uh, there's the, obviously if you want to scale there's scalability issues with always doing everything right so the mindset right. you know to a certain extent yeah that that that's good but you know i think you know if loan officers want to grow they want to have a team things like that they have to understand that the reality is that they're not going to be able to do that every time right, right. they're going to have to work on the business on building the business the systems the product you know and build those 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 things as well and i think that's the other thing that people get stuck in is you know loan officers are so good at doing everything themselves and and we're as humans we're inherently lazy um and by that i don't mean that we don't work hard i, I mean that we we take the path of least resistance and it's much right. easier to just do things yourself than it is to teach someone to do it right there's there's that that 30 60 90 even 120 you know six month sort of ramp up time for someone to get from you know newbie to maybe 75 percent as good as you um, right. most people don't want to go through that but in order to scale especially with kind of the growth we saw last year if you want to continue to have that sort of growth into a, a period of time where rates aren't going to continue to be this low um, at some point that's going to change and, and the volume is not going to be there what are you going to do to keep that volume there? There's going to, it's going to be exponentially more work to get the same amount of deals uh, right. in whatever, six months, 12 months, or whenever the rates go up, right? Right, absolutely. So if, you know, there's loan officers out there that can't afford a, a service, you know, like yours at the, you know, right off the bat. So what are some suggestions you can give to the audience on ways to, you know, find leads? Because that's, you know, in the business that I'm in, you know, with my group and everything else, it's all here, you know, Hey, how do you know, tell me, where do I get leads? How do I buy leads? Where do I find leads? You know, tell us as a, as a new loan officer, what's the best way to find internet right. leads? Right. Yeah. And so I, I will say this, um, we actually, uh, we, we don't let anybody that has generally like we, you know, we, we can, we can make exceptions, but generally anybody who hasn't been in the business at least a year, um, and isn't closing consistently four to five deals a month is not really a good fit for a program like, like ours. That's just kind of some of the criteria we make because again, it's, it's internet leads is a longer sales cycle, you know, mortgage in general, real estate in general is a longer sales cycle, six, nine, 12, 18 months from the time that someone decides that they want to buy a house till the time they actually buy a house. Right. The, the, the reality is also if you're referral based, that six to nine month sales cycle has been compressed because you've gotten them after they've gone through the whole, hey, they're looking at Zillow, they're checking out, you know, online portals or doing all these other things. Then they get to the real estate agent who then walks them through a couple more steps and all of a sudden they're ready. And now, oh, they close in 30 days. But the reality of, of the market is that it's not that fast. Right. Um, so generally, I would say internet leads for a brand new person, unless like you have like huge amount of sales experience, uh, maybe in a different industry, um, it's probably hard, right? Like, you know, and I don't want to just go down to the like, you know, do the things, you know, make the calls, cold call, you know, things like that. But honestly, that's that's some of the best ways to sort of grow uh, is to go meet some real estate agents, uh, you know, things like that. Uh, as far as like generating your own leads, obviously, there's, I mean, there's tons of YouTube videos, there's tons of good courses out there as well. Now they're going to cost you more than YouTube, but you know, in my opinion, you know, I'd rather pay to, to get a shortcut um, to learn right. how to run that stuff myself. So, you know, if you're starting out, running them yourself could be a good thing until the opportunity cost doesn't make sense anymore, right? When you're closing too many deals and it's taking you so long to, 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 to run the ads yourself. Um, but but let's, let's talk about a way to, to generate free leads, right? And that's using organic marketing um, for, and for anybody, the one thing with organic marketing, uh, using... Um, 
using your Facebook profiles organically, using things like that, LinkedIn, uh, Instagram, all these other, other avenues. There's a lot of times it takes time, six, eight, 12 months of consistently posting. Um, but you can put out good content. Uh, you could add, you know, you could add uh, real estate agents on, on Facebook, start putting out content about Facebook, talk about, you know, closing deals, talk about telling stories about the deals that you've closed, telling stories about the deals you saved, how much you saved their money on that refinance. Um, you know, things like that, talking about how you gave a lead back to, to, uh, you know, to one of your referral partners, anybody else looking for something like that. Um, so organic marketing is a huge way to generate traffic or generate uh, potential interest. Obviously there's going to be people in your network, um, that, that probably need a loan as well, right? Like people that you already know, like, and trust, or that already know, like, and trust you. Right. Um, and a lot of times people start like, where do I go? Where do I start? There's probably someone in your in your in your network that you, that you can say, "Hey, I'm a loan officer, right? I'm a loan officer. Start talking about it a little bit. Put, right. Put it on your profile. Yeah, all you got to do is, you know, that's the key. I think a lot of people on social don't do is tell people what they do. You right. Know, like, if you're talking to your neighbor, hey, you know, what do you do? You know, uh, this is what I do. And then they'll be like, oh, you know, my sister was just looking for a new, you know, house. Right. So I'll introduce you guys. So right. that's the easiest, cheapest form of marketing and lead generation is just telling people who you are and what you do. It and, is. You know, you have friends on Facebook, you probably don't know what they do because they don't come out and tell you what they do. Um, yep. So that's yep. important, I think. Get out there and tell people what's going on, what you do, who you are, how you can help them. And then, you know, you may not get a direct deal from that person or somebody, but you'll get, you know, some referrals from your network outside of their, you know, into their network. Right, right, and and I, and I think that's the thing too. Is like I, I see so many times profiles of loan officers. And I'm like, how would anybody know that you're a loan officer by looking at your profile? Yeah, I get I guess not everybody all the time, and you know that's like, it doesn't even say what they do. Yep. I'm like, why do you have a social presence if you? <laughs> yes, you may want to have your Facebook be personal only. Right, right. But you still, your friends and family and neighbors and community members that you're, you have on your Facebook should know what you do. <laughs> Right. Yeah. Well, exactly. And, and I guess that's the thing, right? I, I see it Facebook, you know, I, I grew my business pretty much organically uh, just talking about what we do. Right. And just, just, right. just adding loan officers and, and, and starting to work that way. And so, um, it, but, but I see it as a, as a business opportunity and it is, and I see why people don't want to do that and why it's awkward. Cause when it's, when you first start doing that, it is awkward talking about business, but the reality is that business really needs to be more like 10% of what you talk about and 90% just is the normal stuff talking right. about your day, talking about, you know, think, you know, just funny memes, talk, you know, things like that, because people are attracted to people that are humans. They're not attracted to someone that only talks about business all the time. Right. You see loan, uh, realtors do this all the time. They constantly right. just post their listings. Right. And you see like, there's like crickets on, on the, uh, on the, uh, engagement. Right. Because, you know, no one just wants to see listings all the time. You can sprinkle that in. Hey, you know, we just got this, you know, got this house. Anybody looking for, you know, anybody looking for a house, but, uh, if that's all you post, you, you start to drown, get drowned out by everything else. Right. Yeah. If you're, if you're a real estate agent and you're talking about, you know, how your you know the your house or the new backyard you put in or you know things like that something that's going to pique people's interest and then you say oh by the way there's a house just like mine for sale in our neighborhood you know if you want information on it you know let me know um, that's easy that's that's marketing without doing anything <laughs> well yeah um, man 
Absolutely. Well, it's funny, and I just had Jason Frazier on my uh, my podcast the other day, and he was talking about this thing. Like, you don't need to you don't need to uh, be talking about business all the time. And in fact, most of the content needs to not be business oriented. Um, and even even talking about like YouTube content and things like that, you know, he it was just such a it was such a, a, a golden nugget that that, he, that I took away from this conversation. But he's like, you know, start almost being like a travel agency instead of a you know, mortgage person or whatever, like people don't really need to see like, you know, need to want to know what an APR is and you know, what, what DTI needs to be and all these things, right? Like that's, that's good information for the person that's, you know, now been drawn into you because they've seen your other content that, that, that makes them be attracted to you. Oh, oh, you also do mortgages. Let me check out your mortgage content too. Um, but it was just like, it was interesting because it was just all about almost being like a, a lead just showing people how to how to see your city in a, in a different light right um, was just like incredible man yeah this time of year uh, if you watch mine you're just going to see a lot of uh, fishing pictures and and farm pictures of my you know hobby farm and you know soon the summer's coming it's going to be the garden and the flowers mm-hmm. <laughs> you know that's that's the majority of what i post because that's you know that's me that's what i am that's what i do right um, and I learned that too. It took a while, you know, people don't want to just see post same thing over and over about your business. So, you know, they want to learn about you as a person and right. then they connect with you as a person. Then they're like, Oh, I didn't know he did this. You know, he's a good guy. I want to go check out what he's doing over here right. yep. know, with, with business. So yeah, it makes, makes perfect sense. Like you said, what, you know, what Jason was saying is make it, you know, we had a, I had a guy on, I think this is the first episode of this show. And he said, it's kind of like, a, you know, make your Facebook like a TV show. So right. 20% of it is, or 80% of it is the show, which is your life. 20% of it is commercials. Right. Yep. You know, whatever that. percentage you want it to be, commercials is your business. The rest is your your life or your show. That, that's amazing. And, you know, that, that's the perfect that. way to look at it. The way I was like, man, that's, that's genius. I freaking love, I love that. Uh, cause I've always talked about percentages and stuff like that, but I never thought about it as like a TV show and 80 and 20% is commercials. Cause that that's brilliant. I mean that, you know, obviously you can, you can, you can move that percentage a little bit, 15, 20, whatever, but like somewhere in that range, right? Yeah. Somewhere in that range, it, you want it to be a very small amount of, of what you do. And, and I think the other thing that Jason brought up too was stories, right? Telling stories. If it is business, tell stories about it instead of like, Oh, we closed this in 21 days. Be like, yeah. Hey, here's I how see we so many people put up a, just a, just a flyer that says, you know, close in 21 days. I'm like, okay, that's well, cool. you know, that's cool. But you know, you could say, Hey, Sally came to me. She had bad credit. She, you know, had a single right. mom, you know, whatever recently divorced something that attracts other people to it. Like, Right, then, right, you know, right. someone else comes by as recently divorced single mom is going to be like, oh, he helps Sally. I can jump in. Maybe he can help me too. Right, right. Well, and I see that I see, you know, uh, some some other good loan officers out there that what they'll do is they'll talk about like, you know, hey, this person was turned down by two other lenders and I took over the file and I said, we're going to get this done. You know, telling stories like that, that's going to actually attract people to like, cool, this is a cool story. And it's not me, me, me centric. It's almost centric on centered on, you know, hey, I just want to celebrate that, that we got this thing done. Versus like, hey, come do business with me. Rates are two point two five, right? Like, you know, stuff like that. Yeah, when you know, when you're putting a, a little picture up that says, you know, clear to close in twelve days, you're doing that to basically brag to your other LO friends. 
Well, and, and realtors. That's a good way to attract realtors, I think. Right. Uh, it's not going to so much attract consumers, but it, it could help. So, so not to say that those aren't good. Uh, again, I don't, I don't want to like X that too much because I think that is good if you, if you have a bunch of realtors and you want to show right. them, hey, we're closing deals in 20 days when everybody else is taking 60. Um, you know, that is a good sort of recruiting, but you don't want to overdo that either, right? Just right. Like, but you want to, you can spend five minutes, make the story and the right. picture, and you get the consumer and the real estate agent in the right. same post. Um, yep. Yeah, I agree. I, I totally agree with that. The stories are always going to, you know, be better. I agree. Right. Yeah. I think uh, that's a, a perfect way, like we said, to create momentum and generate, you know, leads, mm -hmm. um, you know, without spending money if you don't have it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. If you have, I mean, it's, it's the whole concept of if you have more time than money, then spend your, your time doing the things that are going to create that money. And then when you have more money than you spend money on things that'll save you time. Right. And so, you know, when you're first starting out, you, you just got to do the work, right. It just comes down to, you have to learn how to be a loan officer. So that's really, you know, that's one thing we talk about with the loan officers. A lot of times people try to get leads and give them the real estate agents, but they fail at the one thing that, that really needs to be solid, which is being a good loan officer, setting good expectations and following through with what the promises are that, uh, you know, closing on time, things like that. Um, versus, you know, oh, well, I'm going to throw a bunch of leads at you, right? Um, you know, that might work for a short term, but if you're not following through on the things that you say you're going to do, um, you're going to lose that client, even though you are sending them, or, or I guess you'd call them client, but a real estate agent, if you're not also, you know, being a good loan officer, right? So, right. And you're not going to lose just that one. You're going to lose the client. You're going to lose the real estate agent. You're going to lose right. all future business that they could have, you know, given you. Right. 100%. So, it's important to take care of that lead from the time it comes across. Like you said, to call it right away. And it's, you know, important to take care of that lead all the way through the process because mm -hmm. that could be two, three, four referrals that they send you in, you know, the next couple of years that right. you're going to miss out on if you drop the ball and don't follow through with your word on what you say you're going to do and not communicate yep. with, you know, with the client. Yep. hundred uh, percent. Awesome, man. Well, hey, I really enjoyed having you on. It's nice to meet you. And uh, if you got any other information you want to share with the with the audience before we go, no, nah, man. I mean, I guess you know the other thing. If you you want to check out some 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 cool uh, other content, I, I don't know, uh, but we do have the Loans on Demand podcast, which just interview uh, loan officers, uh, going over kind of what their um, what, what 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 how they're growing their business without doing the traditional things of you know cold calling. Uh, you know, cold calling for 40 realtors on Mondays, things like that, right? So we have people on there talking about TikTok, YouTube, uh, organic marketing, using uh, virtual assistants to grow their business. Um, and so again, that's kind of the, the whole premise of that that show is just how can you go out and get more business without having to do the traditional thing? So anyway, that was a shameless plug. <laughs> <laughs> no, I love it, man, because, you know, we, we always want people to hear from people that are doing it, you know, right. it's it's nice to be able to say, Oh, okay. This person, you know, is closing 20 loans a month and they're using TikTok to get, you know, 30% of that. And here's what yeah. they're doing on TikTok. And you know, that's, that's always a great thing as a loan officer to get free value, um, you know, from something that you're listening to hopefully in your car on your way home from the office. Yeah, well, and we've had people that, you know, that done 50 million last year in personal production. You know, we had a team that did, I think, 190, 198 last year in personal production. Or sorry, not personal, team production. Um, another one that, that, you know, in a year and a half, they went uh, from basically zero to, uh, 
think it was, uh, I think they did a hundred million as a team and, and like 55 in personal production. And they're talking about, you know, the ways they did it, uh, you know, using classes, using things like that. So, you know, I really like to try to bring people on that are you know, pretty heavy hitters uh, that are doing things a little bit outside the box, but uh, yeah. Awesome. And what is the, what's the name of the podcast again? It's called the loans on demand podcast. Awesome. Uh, I think we're about 15 episodes in. So we'll, uh, we'll just keep cranking those out. Awesome, man. And how can people uh, find you if they want to track you down? I mean, you could probably find me on, uh, on Facebook, you know, Al, Al Shankula, I think Luke Shankula just searched me. There's, I don't think there's anybody else in the U S uh, by that name. <laughs> um, and then, uh, you know, you can check out our website, uh, paragondmg.com if you want. Um, but yeah, those are probably the, the best two ways to get hold of me. Awesome, man. Well, hey, I appreciate you joining us today. Awesome. Thank you so much for having me.